All right. Welcome back to the Third Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Ala. And I'm Susanna. Welcome back. Like, oh my God, I cannot believe it has been two weeks. I do apologize for this little hiatus that we went through. I realized me and Susanna didn't really make a announcement on our socials about why we just kind of stopped. It was such a crazy um, past two weeks, but basically me and Susanna both got sick the exact same night. We had the exact same symptoms, one of which our voices were just gone. We sat down and tried to film the video, but Susanna started choking like a million times during the video. Yeah, it was just, I couldn't get through the full hour. The sniffles were horrible. So I was like replaying this episode. I was like, yeah, I was like, this sounds disgusting. I don't think anyone wants to watch this. So we gave it a week. We rested and then we went to film the episode last week and you guys I kid you not I know you guys are just gonna say this is just me being me but I do believe that like this was a sign or something was telling me not to do this because we had an episode planned and we had filmed this episode I kid you not three times in the past two weeks we've recorded the same episode three times and the first time it was sick we didn't go through with it Second time we started filming, there was so many interruptions happening during our episode that we couldn't get through it. It was physically, like, too disruptive. And then the third and final time, we finally sit down, record it when we're peacefully together, and we finish recording. I go to, like, hit pause, and I look, and I see we didn't record any of it. I made the mistake of just hitting the, like, timer on our recording thingy instead of record. Believe it or not, this is not the first time she has not recorded the episode. And we've just been sitting I think, talking. I think we've always caught it a little sooner, but this time we recorded the entire episode. <laughs> over an hour, too. Over an hour. And we noticed that we weren't recording any of it. So I said, you know what, Susanna? This is the third time we've tried to record this specific episode. I'm taking it as a sign from the universe, from God, from whatever, that maybe this episode is not the best to put out. Um, maybe we'll do it again in the future. And if it doesn't work out, yeah, then it's not meant to be. The more we re-record it, the more of a drag it is for us and just repeating ourselves and I feel like it's not organic anymore I don't know maybe that episode wasn't meant to be heard so we're just gonna refresh this week with a new episode we're gonna throw that one out the door um today we're gonna be talking about friendships do your friends define you does your friend group define you it's like this phenomenon um we're gonna get through it Friendship is such a weird topic. I do feel like we're going to revisit it a lot on this podcast because I definitely think like friendship is something that you go through in life that no matter what age you're at, no matter who you are, you're going to go through some type of situation with a friend. Friends define you. Who you grew up with like influences you. I think there's so many like things to talk about when it comes to friendships and friendship cycles and things like that. So I do feel like we'll be revisiting this topic a few times but yeah. for today we're going to be just talking about your friend group are the people you hang out with and who your friends are do they define you um simple yes or no do you think that they do um yeah I think for sure because I feel like as you get older maybe after high school then you either cut those people off that you just weren't as cool with or they just didn't they lost their value after high school like or status and then I think the relationship you start after high school kind of have to blend in with you as a person. And I feel mm-hmm. like, and you can still change that from 18 years old to 25 or 30. Like, they're going to rotate through. But I think who you have in your circle, like, makes a big difference. For sure. I I think my answer is also going to be yes. I do think that who you hang out with and who your friends are somewhat 
shape you or define you. I actually saw a post on this on social media, which is kind of what inspired me to do an episode on this. Now, this girl's post wasn't really targeted towards friends, I think. I think she kind of used this as a relationship type of stance. I love it when you find something that we haven't talked about yet, so it's like the first time I'm hearing it, too. Yeah. Um, Give me a second to pull it up because I'm unorganized. Yeah, I just think overall friendships are just so hard, and especially as, like, females dealing with friendships. I'm going to just come out and say this before we even get to anything. I've had friend groups that were, like, fun friendships, and I think they were never meaningful because I always knew the consequences of just, like, putting, like, all of you into something and then it, like, backfiring on you. So mm-hmm. I feel like I always kept my distance with stuff. So I feel like I have my guard up more than I feel you might or most people do when it comes to, like, how much they put into the friendship. Yeah. Um, okay, I found my I found my post. So this girl said, athletes are friends with athletes. Car people hang with car people. Smart kids hang around smart kids. All your friends are douchebags, and you mean to tell me you're not like them? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I think she means this to to a guy who's like, oh, like, my friends are whatever. And I think this is why guys are always like, okay, so for instance, you know, and I don't agree with this, but you know how when your friend is, like, considered maybe, like, a hoe in the community, like, guys will consider her easier. Guys, you know, say stuff about her. They'll just assume you're one, too. And I think guys catch on to this a lot faster than girls. That's why, like, that's why guys don't like it when you hang out with certain friends or if you go out with certain girls that they don't like because that's what they do with their friends. And I'm not agreeing with it. I don't think that that's true. And I do want to preface this whole episode by saying I don't think that if your friends do something, that means you do it too. And I don't think if your friend here's a little example. If your friend is like a homewrecker, <laughs> broke up a marriage, I don't think you are too. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When I say you are like oh, your so friends. A random thing to pick. Well, I'm trying to think of something that's like kind of inexcusable. Mm-hmm. So that was always my first bet. Okay, you talk to a guy that is, has a girlfriend and you're like, oh, well. Yeah. To me, I think there's no justifying it. So I like to use that example. But my point being is I do think that the people you surround yourself with every single day are obviously going to have an influence on you, whether you see it or not. And I don't think it's like, let's say you start hanging out with a group of girls who maybe are not the nicest. I don't think that that, they just turn you to be mean. I think your environment, when you see them act like this 24-7, you you don't see it as a problem. Whereas if you're hanging out with a different group of friends who don't do that, you guys are all going to look at them. Exactly. Especially when like, if they're in the wrong, you're not going to be the person who calls them out on it. You're going to side with them. Or yeah, like, you're not well. going to want to. And that's why I think you can definitely notice it on people when they're hanging with certain friend groups. You can see such a huge shift in these people from the way that they post, from the way that they dress. Like, who your friends are, I think, definitely does make a huge oh, impact so on you. And that's why I think it's so um, cautious. You have to be so cautious and so careful with who you choose to surround yourself with. Because I promise you, you will lose yourself in the process if you are not, like, with someone who is meant for you. Does that make sense? I think people are always, like, looking for the right, like, spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. But their friends are always just picking people who they work with or people they grew up with. I think people are really scared to leave friendships because of, like, the amount of time that you've put into a friendship. Like, oh, we've been friends since, like, elementary school. But they treat me like shit. Also, I want to talk about how 
people who are not the nicest or the coolest or just, like, shitty people when you were younger, maybe years ago, maybe last year, people could change, too, and become better. And I think once they notice the issue, then that person that was a bully in high school could potentially grow out of their ways mm-hmm. and they could, and you could be friends with them and, like... Or sometimes someone's, like, an absolute bitch and then they stop being friends with certain people and then they're all nice again. And you're I'm like, oh, wow. I'm always curious about how, like, certain people have that... Um, like status or like that title of oh she's a bitch or she's like a shitty person or she's like whatever mm-hmm. and then everyone knows her as that that type but then they still have friends or like they still current like continue to make friends and I just wonder if those people going into that know like let's say if there's a girl that I don't know like it just fights other people and they like just difficult and like she's just drama. How, do that, how does that person still continue to make friends? Or how, why do people still I go think, back to her? I think they put on a front. I think definitely if you're someone who doesn't have a good reputation, you're obviously, when you're meeting new people, you're going to put that behind you. I think you're going to put your best foot forward. A lot of people don't know people. I mean, I I like to use myself as an example a lot. So here's my story in this. Growing up, I think friendship is just so... It's such a weird topic to me because I feel like I've never had a friend group. I've never had like a clique growing up um, as an immigrant child who was definitely a weird and didn't understand like what was normal and what wasn't. Elementary school was very hard for me. I had no friends. I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I was literally like traded off to friend groups as a kid because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to hang out with me. And it's not because I was mean or like, dirty or whatever like I truly was just a little weirdo and nobody wanted to hang out with me so people would like run away from me they would ditch me whatever the case so friendships in elementary school was rough middle school I meet this girl we're best friends she ends up moving so I go into high school with no friends at all and so I just start looking for people who have similar classes as me people who are always with me and I was friends with this girl and she had a big group of friends so she always let me in her friend group but I never felt like I was welcomed here like Mm -hmm. it was such a huge friend group and I was just an outsider I didn't understand what anyone was talking about I was not happy until I met this other girl who was like hey like we have a lot of classes together I've heard some things about her but I didn't judge her for it this? this is ninth grade And here's my thing. You hear everybody saying something about someone. Maybe you should just listen to them. Oh. Um, So I... That was my point earlier. Right. And so I didn't listen to anyone. I was like, whatever. Like, this girl's nice. Like, why is everyone saying such weird, mean stuff about her? Like, she seems nice. But I did kind of notice that, like, hey, she used to be, like, in this friend group for years. And now she's all alone. Like, that's weird. I didn't think anything of it. Me and her became best friends. And my family didn't like her. My other friends didn't like her. Nobody liked her. And everyone said she was a bad influence on me. She was, we were not good friends. Like, I didn't listen to anyone. I just finally felt like I had someone who wanted to be friends with me. Um, and I, you know, it eventually led me to a really, really shitty so, situation. So was she nice to you or did she, like, use you? I think she definitely, and it's so sad to see because in ninth grade I was 13 years old I started school a little early so I was like 13 in ninth grade um turning 14 towards the end and I just remember in the moment thinking nothing of it until now I'm thinking back at it this girl would literally tell me that she was going to quote-unquote help me fix me she would tell me to throw away certain shoes I had she's like you can't wear these like she would not let me wear certain clothes certain shoes she 
I so stupid, you guys. One time she took my phone and I had emojis for everyone in my contacts. Like my home phone number had a house emoji. My mom had a mom. Everyone had an emoji. Like I was just weird like that. And she was like, no, like you can't do this. You can't have emojis. Like this is cringy. She deleted all the emojis off my phone. She turned off the capitalization for me she's like no no one uses capitalization like it was is that why you still to I still to this day don't have it but I think I it kind of grew on me but my point being is at the time I didn't notice anything I was like okay like okay you know she's helping me she's gonna help me I'm in high school like I was literally groomed and she was like oh now you're gonna be just like me like she literally molded me to be just like her and I didn't think anything of it I didn't know her like I couldn't I didn't know Mm -hmm. a difference and like she would sit here and she would talk bad about my family. She would, you know, and I just, I sat there and I was like, okay, like, yeah, like, I literally truly was her guinea pig. And looking back, I'm like, okay, wow, like, everyone around me was saying, hey, this friend is a problem. And I was, like, not listening. I think it's kind of like in an abusive relationship when everyone's like, hey, like, your boyfriend's a shitty person. This mm-hmm. is not right. And you're just so blinded. And you're like, no, it's Did fine. Did you feel cool being around her? I didn't feel cool, but I definitely felt like, oh, Did wow, she like, she actually. She had bad status, but to me, status was status. Like, if you were known, you were known. And I think, again, growing up, every friend group I was in, I was, like, the outsider, and everyone was talking, and I was the outsider. So with her, it was nice for someone to actually listen to me and to actually talk to me. Um, I just remember this girl literally would give me eating disorders damn near. Like, I just remember she was smaller than me, and she'd be like, oh, look at Like, I have a thigh gap. Do you have a thigh gap? And I didn't know what that was. I was 13. No, I didn't. (laughs) And so then she'd be like, oh awkward and stuff and that led me to start changing in the bathroom in the locker rooms because I didn't want to change in front of her anymore for pee because I was just and this so, is your best friend this is my best friend and so these are just like little stories but my point is me and her got into situations and she ended up literally just ruining my life at one point to the point where my whole world got turned upside down I had huge like just a huge shock to me I got in trouble with so many things and she was a very, very bad influence on me. And after we had gotten in trouble and after we had, you know, had something happen to us, she never reached out to me again. She moved on with her life completely, even though she had caused me and dragged me under to something so horrible. Mm -hmm. She literally left and I never heard from her again till this day. And I ran into her. I'm like, community college like three years ago and she was like oh my god Ala, like look at you you look so good like she was just hyping me up yeah and I couldn't even fake it I was like I am not happy to see you don't even talk to me like you literally ruined my life and then walked away like nothing ever happened no I didn't say it to her but I was not fake nice to her I just said thank you like yeah and I literally just left I wish I told her that, but again, three years ago, or four years ago, actually, I was not the same person I am now. I think I've just dealt dealt with so much bullshit now that I just don't care anymore. But yeah, so she was like, after her, I ended up being homeschooled. So I was homeschooled. I was doing online high school for the rest because it just, you know, literally the situation ruined me to the point where I was homeschooling myself until I graduated high school so I graduated high school pretty much without any friends it was just me and Susanna and then I didn't mind I grew really close with my mom and whatever that case so then I go into college and from college till now I never had like a friend group you know what I mean like I've obviously had relationships Mm -hmm. I've had co-workers who who were my friends you know we hung out outside of work but they weren't like a friend group where I was like so close-knit and then I had 
you know, employees till this day. I had interns. Like, I people have come in my life and I've made relationships with them and I've made friends with them. But it's not like I had some kind of best friend or some kind yeah. of close friend. Do you feel like you watched your guard a little bit more after her? For sure. I for sure did. I think I kind of let it go. So when I was in my adult life and I was working a part-time job, I was best friends with someone, put my guard down, best friends. And then she didn't necessarily, like, stab me yeah, in the no, back was- or anything. But the friendship fizzled out it's just like to bro- someone who I don't talk to anymore. And it's like are effort just mm-hmm. as much as relationships are. And if you're not doing your half of it, then the, it's yeah. just a problem. I think now I'm very, like, my guard is up because I'm just like, okay, like, you put all your energy and time into someone. You tell them everything about yourself. Like, you guys become so they close. Know your insecurities and then, and yeah, and then one day they're just someone who you see on social media and you're like, wow, like, okay, we're just mutuals. Yeah. And that's what happened. And so now in this day and age, like, to me, friendships are very important because I've noticed time and time again that anyone who I meet, I am scared to, like, open up, open up because... I've always had such a bad experience with friends, and it makes me sound like I'm the problem, and it makes me sound yeah. like I'm playing a victim mentality, but I'm really I feel not. Like with mom, she always made us have high standards for friends. Yeah. And when we're younger, I'm like, if our friends, I mean, it's total opposite with my brother and his friends, like for sure, but I feel like if my friend was like rude when she came over, my mom was just like, bad friend, bad energy, like... Yeah. And I just thought she was just being so paranoid. I thought it was, like, crazy. a cultural thing. I was like, okay, yeah, like, like... Oh, well, she being... came... Every time she comes over, she never says hi. Or, like, oh, you know, this and that. And it was just, like, little stuff like that where mm-hmm. I felt like her scoring, her rubric of our friends... Was, yeah. It was just, like, oh, well, this is wrong with her, that's wrong with her, she doesn't do this, she doesn't do this, she does do this. Right. And I felt like at the point I just gave up of trying to... Find someone that was good enough for her to be like, okay, that's a good enough referee. Because my mom would blame everything on anyone else. Like, yeah. bad grades, attitude, whatever. It was just like, or if I want to, if I wanted to get these kind of shoes, maybe two years ago I wanted to they're ugly. And mm-hmm. who, who, who said it? Yeah. Who, you know, who has them that you want to copy? And it's just like, I just didn't want to have any friends around because I she would do, just go at it. I think my friends. mom, no offense to my mom, I think that she played a part in like me being so unsuccessful with friendships because growing up when I was very, very young, my parents were super strict. I mean, we were immigrants in the country. My parents were um, just very hesitant on letting us, like, explore outside of the house. They were very they scared. They were overprotective. And, yeah, and so I don't know how I always ended up finding friends who were so close and so wanting to do stuff like my friends in third grade were going out of town to go to concerts together they were doing sleepovers every weekend and I was not allowed to do any of this so imagine being friends with someone at school and then only seeing them at school and then you come back the next day and they're like oh last night was so fun oh let's go do this this weekend and you're just always like oh yeah that that was the reality of my friendships which is why they never made it that far yeah sleepovers were so crazy like in elementary school everyone did them and it was like the girly thing to do uh, foreign parents don't let kids, you know, do sleepovers. I couldn't tell you for what. It's just, like, not a thing for you to sleep over. Or out of town, like, it's going out of town. It's not a thing for you to sleep over at somebody else's house. Like, and now, today, it is very popular for any kind of race or any type of parent to say, no sleepovers. Like, you don't know whose brother, uncle, dad so is there. And it's like, yeah. okay, I get that. But now, now it's, like, dangerous to do sleepovers, and it's, like, I don't want my kids to sleep over. I don't know who's at your house or who, who comes over, who stays, whatever. But back then, we were the crazy ones who were not allowed. I mean, I, I never understood why we couldn't do it. 
I feel like my mom said no to everything and anything, so it was just like another thing. On I that thought list. my mom thought it was rude. Yeah, it, yeah. She, I think she I think more she did. like I was like, oh, oh, you have no place to sleep, or like you have to sleep at their house. You can't just go hang out with them and they yeah. come home. She didn't get the, the idea of like sleepovers. I always thought my mom was crazy until I find these accounts where they're like, oh, you're foreign parents, and I'm like, oh wow, like it's a it's a thing, like yeah. So, I just think it's so crazy how different like friendships were, how extended they were. Especially, like, even st- going out to middle school and high school when people would go on vacation with their friends. Can you imagine, like, going mm-hmm. a week to Hawaii with your friends? Just you. And I felt like our parents always made, I think because we were so close in age, but you and I had to do everything together. So I felt like That's I another thing be- that I wanted to say when I said, like, my mom or, like, my parents influenced my friendship choices was because me and Susanna are two years old apart but in grade school we're just a year apart because I started school early and so growing up together we were pretty much at school together all the time we were just a grade apart so my parents were always like logically just hang out with your sister you don't need to make outside friends like just hang out with your sister and I always resented that fact because I was like I hang out with my sister every single day at home like the one time I'm able to go out like I want to make new friends and I want to hang out with people and it was nothing against Susanna but I was just kind of like you guys don't let me hang out outside of school so when I'm at school I don't want to hang out the person I'm with at home all the time and I think Susanna had her own friend group I was trying to find my own friend group and my parents would always be like just hang out all together and I'm like that's not how it yeah. works and my so I think you didn't want yeah a and, and then I always told my mom I was like I'm following them around like a pet like we're different age groups like and growing up back then like you didn't really hang out with people outside your grade I think now it doesn't oh, yeah, really no, matter it was like really upon back then now. yeah it was like weird if you were hanging out with the sophomores and you're a freshman and so I think I just resented the fact that my parents would always be like, just hang out with your sister. So I would push it even further to just not even see Susanna at school because I was like, I'm so over this. Like, I no, I'm not doing this. And so I think that's why I did such a poor job finding friends because I would just go to anyone who I had the opportunity to. And I think in this day and age, me and Susanna, like, I, we don't have a clique We've never come from a clique. And I hated that growing up. I always felt such a loser. I was like, oh my God, I have no friends. I have no clique. Nobody associates me with anyone. Like everyone just thinks I'm a loner, loser. And this day and age, I'm so thankful. And I'm so like, I feel like I've so had to happy. It for the years, like the yeah. last three years, I'm like, it's better for you not to have any friends than to put your energy into somebody who's going to Yeah, I think leave. I think because after I had left college and I was working at my part-time job and I made my friends and we had this adult friendship, I was clinging on to it for the life of me because I'm like, if this friendship leaves, like, how am I supposed to meet new people? Like, I work alone. I don't go to school. I, I, I'm scared to meet people on social media. And I would just be so upset because I was like, I don't have any friends, like, whatever. But in this day and age, I'm telling you guys, I am so happy that I don't have a friendship or I don't have, like, a clique or people don't associate me with anyone. You're I think okay they only to associate. to be alone and I have mm-hmm. to be, like, yeah. with a You don't a have life. to force a, force a friendship. I think people either associate me with you or just with no one at all. Like, I don't think there's a friend yeah. group that people associate me with. And I am so thankful for that because— you guys, I'll meet someone and everyone will be like, oh, this person hangs out with this person. Like, I hope everyone knows that, like, who you hang out with influences you as a person in, like, the culture. But also, I feel like you kind of get a little bit of their their reputation, too. Exactly. If you're hanging out with so-and-so who does, I mean, like, I don't know anyone specific, but, like, oh, if she does coke on the weekends and she's, like, a partier and then she, like, does, you know, mm-hmm. just crappy person... If you're friends with that person, regardless if you have your shit together and they don't, you're giving up that energy. Like, that's what 
your mm-hmm. energy is. And I peep everything. I've seen people leave like friend groups. Like you can tell on social media, you can you can tell when people aren't friends with someone anymore, and they're just like flourishing absolutely, while the other pieces of shit are still being pieces <laughs> of shit. And yeah, I think that I think karma works. The universe works. I think you need to know where you belong. And I think shitty people hang out with shitty people. Yeah. I do think that. Because they make each other feel good. Yeah. And come to find out, like, I have had so many people in my life where I, they'll be like, oh, yeah, my best friend. Like, yeah, she she is a slut. Like, yeah, yeah, she mm-hmm. is a piece of shit. Yeah, she is that's drama. So but, weird. but that's my best friend. And I'm just like, okay, so not only did you just sit here and talk negatively about your best friend, but you're accepting their flaws, which is cool and all. But to me, that's excusing shitty behavior. Mm-hmm. I know so many people who I've been like, oh, your friend, like, yeah, they did this. And they're like, I know, but like, you know, that's just them. I'm like, no, why are you excusing your friend's yeah. shitty behavior? Like, either correct them on it or don't associate yourself with that because now I'm associating you with that. Yeah. If you can excuse it, I'm like, okay. So I think my experience with friends was I caught on early on where I was like, I ha- I've always had groups of friends, like three or four of us in a group. And it was like the same group. We just switched out members of it in a way. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I've always just been, I, I was born so mature that when like we were going out to my friend's like 16th birthday dinner and they're just being goofy and loud. And I'm just like, I literally want to leave. These grown adults are staring at us like we're just. Yeah. And I. That, to me, was enough to be like, I just don't want to sit here at this table. I want to leave. Like, I don't want to associate myself with these people that are just... You've always been, like, a very single person, I think. Like, you always want to just be your own person. I've always wanted... I've craved a friendship that was, like, just so mellow. That, like, you and I both like to do the same things. And I feel like no one just matches that. And maybe because I was younger. And maybe now, like, when you're 25 or 26, 27, 28, that's what girls that age do. Like, mm-hmm. if if you're 27 and your priority is, like, oh, the weekend I'm going to go clubbing or I'm going to go drinking or whatever, like, it's just, I feel like I've outgrown that without even going through any of that stuff. I've just looked forward to... It's just not your personality. You don't want to do all, that. At all. But, no, I'm not saying I'll never do it. I'm just saying that, like, it's not what I want to do every single weekend. I don't sit here and count down the clock until I can go get blocked out like some yeah. people that I know my age. Uh so I just feel like I've always wanted a friendship with just mature people. And if that means I need to have friends who are five years older than me, then that's fine. Like, I will have friends that are five years older than me because that way we have similar interests. Yeah. And I just think I've always wanted that in a friendship. And I haven't gotten that in, you know, ever. So I've been okay with being on my own because I just don't, I don't trust anyone. Like, I just don't like how some people are just not trustworthy yeah. at all. And I feel like being stuck with you in a way... We've been able to, no, 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 we've been able to, over the years, like, don't get me wrong, we fight, like, 90% of the time, but I think the commitment of, like, we're we're related and we're sisters kind of makes us work through the problem, or we'll just laugh it off, like, so other people will just... I think you've taught me some very valuable lessons, because me and Susanna, again, we're two years apart in age, we're very similar in age, me and Susanna do fight all the time over stupid disagreements, but we always make up at the end, and yeah, it's because we're sisters, we live together, like, we just kind of have to. I think we just kind of laugh. We kind of laugh it off, but I'm like, okay, I work with her all day, I live with her, I wake up with her, and I sleep with her. What is the point of me fighting over her borrowing my shoes without asking me. Do you know what I mean? And so I think if you apply that with your best friend, it will 
be a longer lasting friendship, but some people don't have that in them because they didn't have that experience. So I think now if I were to have a friend, I could definitely fight with them and make up with them. And here's another situation where I always say like everything happens for a reason. I think me and you were both our own people growing up and we had our own experiences with friends and we had different morals and principles. Like I think you were again, very like lone wolf, very respectable about yourself. I think me, I was like, I let people walk all over me. I I just want to go where I, I feel happy. I wanted to fit in. I did not want to be a loner. I thought it would make me look like a loser. And then me and you went through a lot of similar situations since, like, since opening the business together. Prior to the business, I think me and Susanna both had two separate lives. But the business that we have together requires us to be together all day, every day, working. I think so, we just have the same connections. We have the same now pool we do. of people. That's what that I'm saying. Know. I'm yeah. saying now we do. Now that we're together all day, we work together. We have the same connections almost. And we've gone through similar situations together where we've lost friends. We've been stabbed in the back by people. We've formed the same opinion on people. And so I think now and we're just a time, lot closer. Say, that's it. That's the last bitch who's going to be in our life and we're going to get this involved with it. And I feel like the next one comes along. And we've been really good about, like, mm-hmm. keeping distance and not getting too involved with people. That's why I feel and bad sometimes. It's yeah, just, I'm definitely a lot more closed off to people my age. And I don't mean to be like, oh, I'm not willing to make new friends. I'm super willing to make new friends. And if you know me and if you've met me off of social media, I'm super nice and I'll always make an effort to be super nice. But I don't think I'll ever let you get in close enough the way I used to to these bitches and let them find out everything and help them work with me and all this stuff just for them to go around and do whatever they need to do. I'm not going to talk about it on here, but if you are, you know who you are and (laughs) just count your days. Like, it is what it is. I don't care. All right, all right. But... I hold grudges. I do. Um, I want to say, I think there's this one misconception that I've been getting recently, and it's, okay, you know me, and you know my business, and you know who we're involved with, which I don't want to, I'm not involved with anybody. Like, if this person posts me or my business or, like, supports me or comes to my store or, like, whatever, I am not associated with anybody. That's what so, my, that's what I was trying to get at when I said we don't have clicks and we don't have friends. So groups. when I hear, oh, well, this person is cool with them, I'm not cool with them. I'm like, no, I, that person could be cool with me. Like, everybody is welcome to shop my brand. Everyone's, everyone's able to stock my pages, have an opinion on me, view my stuff. Like, but I keep everyone, like, at a closed gate. Mm-hmm. So, and it's only funny because, um, so, did I share how Angela, like, thought I was somebody else? No. So, the Angela was on our podcast a few weeks ago. And so, when I had met her first, she was like, oh, I went through your Instagram and I saw, like, this girl modeled for you. And um, I thought that she was the owner. Like, I mm-hmm. thought she was owner. So, and I don't like that girl because I'm not with that girl. So, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck her, fuck her store, fuck her so cute and whatever. It's mm-hmm. like... But I didn't know it was you. I thought it was her. And I said, oh, no, like, that girl just modeled for me, like, I mean, a couple of years ago. Like, she was just a, a paid model. That's all it was. And she's like, oh, why did I know that? I don't want somebody to be like, oh, fuck them because they're friends. Or they're, they've hired this person to model or this person reposts them. Or this person, like, uses her filter. Like, just stupid mm-hmm. shit like that. I do not associate with anybody. Like, anybody who's approached me i am nice to you and like and we're cool right but i'm not gonna pick between if so and so wants to be cool with me but that other person won't be because that person's no yeah that's my biggest thing like, i'm I not associated, associated with, with anybody like none nobody is in my circle or my clique like everyone is 
no one's behind the curtain in my life, and everyone gets to see everything. Yeah. The same way everyone else does. Yeah. So I had to just put that out there. Which is why I do think, like, from, I guess what me and Susanna are saying is we don't have friends and we don't have a friend group or a clique or we don't associate with anyone. So I'm just letting you guys know, whoever you associate with or is in your friend group, is in your clique, people are putting you guys in a box together, whether you like it or not. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that this is what people do. So pay attention to who you're around. If someone's doing something in your friend group that you're not cool with, check them. And yeah. if they don't want to fix it, leave. And I think it's like the girls. I mean, from my personal to my business page... 200 of my personal followers follow my business. So if you're someone local and you see, oh, so-and-so follows so cute, like, I'm not mm-hmm. cool with them, or they must they must be cool, like, cool with Susanna. Yeah. Same with the girls who have modeled for me. There's a long list of them. It goes back to two years. Like, yeah. we've had a lot of shoots. But that's all it is. Like, I've been cool with you. We hired you. You got paid, or you didn't get paid. You got products instead. You shot with us, that's kind of it. Like, that was it. There's maybe an exception for maybe one or two girls who have actually kept a relationship with us. Again, still like, we a pay social, attention. Yeah. Say like a social media relationship, really. But I just, I'm not associated with anybody, and I don't know how I can get else get that out there. Like, I am not mm-hmm. a team this or team that or any of that. So, which is why I'm like, this is my public statement of, I, I don't have any friends. <laughs> like, I don't have a friend group. I don't have a circle. Like, I just keep to myself, and I have so many distant friends in different industries or, you know, from my past or my personal or, like, friends of mm-hmm. friends. I know a lot of people. I can call up your acquaintances or my friends, but there's nobody in my circle like, other than you and me. Like, I feel like you and I just do everything together. Yeah. And it works. Like, I forget that we're related sometimes. I really think we yeah. just, we're, like, business partners, really. Right. So yeah. that's all i got to say about that. Yeah. Well, that was today's episode. Again, I think we'll revisit the topic of friendships um, every here and there we did do a red flags or not edition you guys absolutely liked that yeah you guys liked that episode so, so check your friends and see if they and the cut. yeah and remember nothing determines your friendship not time not blood nothing if this person is not right for you and you feel like you're in the wrong place please get out mm-hmm. let's normalize getting out of toxic friendships not just toxic relationships we are working with someone to be on the podcast in the next few weeks. I'm so excited about that, included with a giveaway. So stay tuned for that, and we can't wait to see you guys next week. All right, bye. Bye.